Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Oh man. <laughs> Sipping on a Diet Coke. I've got one of those as well, but I'm trying to replenish all the water I've lost today. Yeah, it's not good for the heat. I never want soda for the heat. Uh, it's, I don't know. It's this not, isn't, this it's isn't, not ideal. It's not ideal. This, isn't, this is not why we gathered everybody here today. Hi, no, everyone. no, let them listen. Let them listen. <laughs> oh, I am. I will. Hello. My name is David Bale. I... Are we doing that? Yeah. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. My name is Tom Ryman. Nah. And we just watched Psych Season 6, Episode 11. Here's Lassie. Say I did it at the end? Yeah. I feel I don't feel good about it. You shouldn't. Hey, Lassie. Would you come by to thank us in person for your housewarming gift? I'm here because I have a situation at my new condo dead hookers robot cockroaches i heard things all right take a load off last what's what's going on just strange sounds and jiggling and hissing and i also um saw some things what kind of things this general spooky type things things that are hard to explain like um People that are there when they shouldn't be and should be when they aren't, and um, there were some chairs that moved on their own. Sure. Your place is haunted. I'm 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 seriously considering forcing us to delete all this and start over again. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome no, to the show. We're not we're not doing anything. No, of that. we're not doing. We never do that. No, we don't do second. You got, takes. We are we are one take wonders. Uh huh. You, you you probably can't tell. You can't. You know? I know you can't. You can't tell because we're so fucking polished, like a gleaming yeah. chrome machine, that you yeah. just don't you don't see all the cracks and the seams. Yeah, we're we're zazzing you. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. We're 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 showbiz types. You know. We are. Yeah. We, we get it right the first time. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Hey, shout out to Noah. Noah, thank you so much. Woo! Uh, Noah is uh, the producer of our Patreon uh, of this of this Patreon particular podcast, miniseries. Yes, of this miniseries where we've been going through episodes of Psych. Yes, specifically the ones that are um, playing off of popular movies and or TV. This is uh, yes. episode three. Uh, so we're almost this done is, with this. Yeah, we're seventy five percent of the way through. Uh, yeah, true. yeah. Psych is, you know, they, they, they do a lot of pop culture spoofs, but with this series, we're just going through the episodes that are like kind of more direct spoofs of things. Like, well, what, what were the previous ones? We did, uh, there was a Twin Peaks one. Twin and Peaks and Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. That's right. Yeah. So I wanted to start there, actually, Tom. You said the word spoof. And I want to talk about parody or spoof versus satire versus um homages this feels more homage right 
Yeah. And they're kind of they're yeah. kind of all of them are. Well, the Twin Peaks one was closer to like a spoof, but most of them are it's more homage. homage. Yeah. Yeah, and I uh, I guess for anybody who needs to know the exact differences, like parody would be to spoof, right? The uh, the Naked plan payoff of a Yeah, or the Simpsons. The Simpsons doing The Shining or right, the Simpsons the doing yeah. um <laughs> Uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, where the plant and payoff of a joke, the plant is something from the thing that they're parodying. The joke, the payoff, is a twist on that. Yeah, making satire, that thing absurd. Yeah, satire is usually is like where South Park leads, where they use something, they almost parody something, but they're commenting on a third thing, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So like parodying Day After Tomorrow to make fun of Al Gore. Uh, and yeah. then having to apologize years later when it's too late. Uh, <laughs> like that. It was literally 108 degrees today. Yeah. Uh, whereas homages is simply referencing or tributing. Yes. Family Guy does it, but they also do parody. Yeah. Uh, but that's, I of the three of the three cartoons, I felt like the Simpsons, South Park, and Family Guy are good examples so yeah this is homage right this yeah. episode yeah this and is all homage. these episodes yeah I, th- uh, I, th- I think the 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 twin peaks one is is more of a it has more spoof elements to it because it's directly making fun of stuff that's in the show yeah uh this what did you think of this episode um i enjoyed it it's it's I, I'm I'm enjoying what both Dave and I came into this without having seen the psych before at all, uh, right. which you know if you've been listening to this miniseries. I've watched a handful of episodes, uh, and I, I'm, I dig the show. Uh, I was a little lost because this is a later season episode, so there's some storyline threads they reference. Like William Shatner is just a character now. Yeah, that that made me go like, no. Yeah, <laughs> but up. like it, it wasn't like I mean, it's like any sitcom. They give you enough of an explanation so that you can drop in on an episode if it happens to be airing in syndication and not be totally lost. Also, we know we know what we're getting into. Yeah. You know, I don't expect everything to make sense here. Mm-hmm. He talks about an engagement ring, and I was like, I don't know what that is, but you know, I'm yeah in season six, episode eleven of a show I've only seen two episodes of. Yeah, um, I did think out of all three that we've watched, this is the weakest so far in terms of homages because it's 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 the name implies a shining. Uh, homage yeah but it's really not that it has it's more of like an homage to a vague broad amount of horror movies like not even really a specific era i caught poltergeist references i caught uh references to the evil dead uh rosemary's baby like not even the same themes Mm -hmm. and so i thought it was a very weird episode and i was reading about online and i've seen other people kind of talk about this yeah as being one of the more weaker ones in terms of that because it's not it's all over the place it is kind of muddled that's yeah yeah the the shining stuff is the most obvious of the references right like the the poltergeist stuff is pretty like it's the chairs and the televisions that's pretty like and the the rosemary's yeah that's true the mirror yeah the rosemary's baby stuff you kind of have to be familiar with the with the the movie like pretty well it's more than just like like the shining homages in this episode are repeating like the famous scenes like the the hedge maze chase right um and the chopping through the door uh whereas the rosemary's baby stuff is you have to kind of catch that his neighbors his neighbors named rosemary pharaoh 
Um, yeah, and she's yeah, pregnant. And she's, and she's pregnant. dressed like Rosemary. From yeah. Rosemary's baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the Evil Dead reference is just the mirror thing. The mirror that thing was taken again, yeah. straight from Evil Dead. Um, it's more on The Shining, but then like when you're when you're homaging or parodying The Shining, I think there's certain rules to that uh, that makes it worth better than others. Like I would say this is of all the Shining parodies I've seen, and I haven't seen that many. Uh, this is the weaker uh, or weakest because there's certain things they couldn't do or couldn't afford to do because like The Shining is all about visuals, right? It's the red bathroom, which is in a lot of different things. Um, it's the floor pattern. It's it's uh, the cinematography, which they do mm-hmm. uh, near the end. But it's it's when you parody it or uh, do an homage, it's such a visual movie. Uh, the blood coming out of the uh, the the elevator and so on. And they just it didn't seem like they could do it. And when and every now and then they do something that was like like the beginning credits. Uh, aside from the kid on the tricycle doesn't look like the shining you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like they they do it like as an old film and the music isn't really the shining and it was like uh, what are what is this so it it felt like almost like less passionate than their previous ones i can feel that like i I, yeah like it didn't feel like they were actually into the shining it might yeah um it's, it's def- later it, it, series it, too. Yeah, it feels ha- more half-hearted than the other episodes, but I suspect, as you were saying, that might like budget might have something to do with that. They're trying yeah, to recreate also, the Shining in like this relatively small uh, condo building, right? Also, it, maybe it's just that they were told like, "Yeah, you got to do another one," you know? Oh, I don't know. Do the Shining, you know? And they did that, but it feels like there was. Yeah, less cohesion to the references. Um, in that they, like I said, they they reference all these horror movies, but like they're not all ghost horror movies. They're not all of the same era. Well, they're all supernatural. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just they they rep- they they start with the idea of haunted, haunted apartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then they're doing like demons and and yeah. devil pregnancy. Um, well, I will uh, I will say that The Shining, Rosemary's Baby, and Poltergeist are all about upending domesticity, right? Upending suburban lifestyle. Well, not necessarily suburban yeah. lifestyle, but like domestic life. You could argue Evil Dead starts that way too, because it's a couple in the cabin. Yeah, I I I barely even clock an Evil Dead homage because you could argue that the mirror is just a poltergeist homage. Yeah, it's the that's fact true. That, the it's fact just... that it grabs him through it, but like. I mean, that's like the shot uh, the sh- when he grabs it through yeah. his evil dead too. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so it really felt like it, 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 it felt like they, they were either not excited or too excited and wanted to do too much. Yeah. I would have appreciated a more honed in a more like, like uh, just a, a little more meticulous. I think of a uh, homage. Yeah, I think it also struggles from from what I've seen so far. Anyway, of the show, uh, there's this psych is not a supernatural universe. There's no ghosts in it. Yeah, uh, so oh, they, they could mention... do the ghost. It has to be explained by a person, which immediately limits some of the things you can do and still end up with a logical explanation for it. Yeah. Also, they mentioned the name Ray Brower, which is a uh-huh. character from Stand By Me. Yeah, it's the dead so guy. So I was like, yeah, so I'm like, what are we, what are we doing? What, like, this so, like, it's a shotgun blast of, like, references. Well, it's, it's, they're um, all horror movies from the late 70s, early 80s. And Stand By Me. Well, Stand By Me is 85, but yeah. 
<laughs> but it's not really a horror movie. Yeah. But stand by me. It's a, yeah, it's in the universe. Yeah, it's a it's a from Stephen King, but that Yeah. That's the connection. Like if they if that was a way I thought like, oh, that would have been really cool if it was just all Stephen King stuff. Uh I think that would have been a cool way, but they just I just couldn't follow the thread. Yeah, uh, it's pretty it's pretty muddled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um we should I guess let's talk about what the uh actual episode is about, right? Yeah. Um okay, so it's like <laughs> so is like uh, <laughs> John Travolta giving the uh, one, t- uh, one take, you guys. Can you believe one you believe? take? Uh, <laughs> no, so they get the, a, a guy hangs himself in his condo. Uh, Lassiter, the lead detective, decides he's going to buy the condo because he's in the market. Um, last time we checked in him, he was going through a divorce. I assume that process continued. Uh, so yeah he's uh you know he's 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 stoked about buying this condo he's gonna get it for cheap because the guy killed himself in it uh he moves in strange things start happening um he gets sean and gus on the case because he thinks he's being haunted uh they figure out that no it's somebody fucking with him trying to chase him out of the apartment and it turns out to be one of his neighbors who's this lady who killed the previous two occupants uh because she felt rejected by them and is now trying to get rid of Lassiter because he's a detective and he doesn't she doesn't want him finding out what she did so she is uh gaslighting him and the previous two men that she ultimately murdered by hiding amyl nitrate in their fence right and basically just keeping them fucking wet on amyl nitrate i guess i don't know (laughs) know. anybody who's watched stay hungry knows that can do things to you you know yeah that's true that's true that could completely change you Mm -hmm. according to the documentary stay Hungry. according to the docudrama stay hungry right when the harmless gym owner suddenly becomes a fucking monstrous rape troll at the end yeah stay hungry (laughs) jeff bridges has to throw him through a window (laughs) yeah which is people are falling out of windows in this because of the yeah, that's true yeah because of amyl nitrate mm-hmm. so like yeah that's what it does to you apparently yeah you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna have sex real good and then you're gonna dive out the nearest window when she that's my entire pop culture understanding of amyl nitrate yeah when she falls out of the building at the end was that a reference to something maybe it might be a reference to something within the series itself. Okay, because it was like the music playing and the shot. I was like, this feels like it's referencing something. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a horror movie, or at least not one. Not I one that I was watched. familiar with, or that immediately yeah. came. She, it's basically a, a, a shot, a reverse shot of her falling while Ave Maria is playing, and then she lands on an awning and is fine. Because it felt like because they like break the song when she falls. It felt like that was actually a parody joke mm-hmm. where they were setting up a spoof of something, but I don't know what it was. So I don't know. I don't know either. Um, it's it's who knows. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. not The Shining. So it's not. No, it's not The Shining. Yeah, that's, that's that that's, does not occur in The Shining. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's the that's the episode. Yeah, like I I I don't have too much. I have a list of all the references. Um, again, it's all pretty muddled. Uh there's like a there's like little like this is all right so i guess this is the problem i'm having uh-huh is that as an homage i don't think it's 
good, like I said. So this episode really, like, it, it's so packed with them. But since it's not a parody, it's, n- it's like packed with them as much as a parody would be. But it doesn't say anything about them because it's not a parody. So it's just a constant, like, this is a thing. This is a thing. This is a thing. This is a thing. Uh, but then it doesn't go anywhere. Like, um, the woman in the shower, uh, is just, oh, it's, it's just a, dream. a shining reference. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's all references. So like she gives a welcome basket. Uh, there's a maze on it. Yeah. From Tony. It's like, okay. Yeah. 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 I could see this almost being like an I spy, uh, which you, you know, you watch the episode being like, how many references can I spot? Cause they're packing them up. Um, it doesn't start shot like the shining uh obviously the twins in the hallway yeah um stacking the chairs that was poltergeist that's poltergeist yeah yeah uh, the credits i has the kid on the tricycle but like otherwise that's it lloyd the handyman of course mm-hmm. um he has, he has Lewis Gossett sexy, jr yeah he has sexy posters on the wall <laughs> he uh, does yeah much like uh yeah much like scatman Brothers. Um, dick dick halloran yeah um uh uh the woman in the shower i don't know why there was a prison uniform oh you think that I was think, a reference to a previous episode yeah he's talking about his he keeps referencing his lady friend oh, marlo right, who's in prison lady friend in prison Got yeah it. so he was like having a dream that she came to visit him and took a shower right uh and then they they do poltergeist mm-hmm. they do evil dead there's a part where blood is in a light and i guess that's the shining it's the shining yeah it's, it's that's more evil dead frankly evil dead actually did right blood evil dead in a light actually bulb. does that yeah. yeah i think i think we were supposed to be thinking about the shining though because that's the more iconic film yeah 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 uh the pharaohs we mentioned mm-hmm. and he the says fact he's from... that she's dressed like mia pharaoh or rosemary yeah, yeah. He says he's from Torrance, and I don't know if that's a uh, reference or if that's just canon. I think it's it's probably both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just... Black and white pictures on the wall. Yeah. Uh, Ray ba- Brower, we noted the Exorcist t- or the Poltergeist TV. Um, Lassie's behavior is the shining. Is, is Jack Torrance? Yeah. Yeah. The one thing I would say was very close to parody, and I wish I it, it had a solid line. But the um the sword instead of the axe. Yeah. Because I was at first like, why didn't you just do an axe? That's weird. But then they do the um the, the door part. Yeah. I wish they pointed out more that swords aren't good for cutting doors out. Instead he says this door's really solid, uh, which is a good gag too. Yeah. But basically and, and he then, tries to cut down the door with the sword and it's way harder. Yeah, it's taken him a long time. And they're they're repeating the shot as he's hacking at the door, uh, and it's a shot of Gus just mimicking the Shelley Duvall freak out as best he can, right. which is pretty spot on. And then he oh, stops yeah. in the middle of it to say, I think it's Oak. <laughs> and then keeps right, freaking right, right, right. out. Yeah, that's the that's the only, I think, legitimate parody moment. That's definitely, yeah, that's definitely parody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but that, that's also the midway point. And then we sort of lose the thread after that. Um, he says something like, I must have shined that to you near the end. Uh, but that's pretty much it that i really caught uh yeah no i think that's everything that i flagged as well i'm pretty sure um well oh uh the the killer uh um what's her name amy i think oh the room she stays room. in room 237 yeah 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 yeah. it's the least they can do mm-hmm. 
I was looking for it too. <laughs> I was like, I know it's going to be in there. Um, right. And from what I was reading, it's apparently a reference they've made before. Oh, okay. I just couldn't help but to think about like, you know, it's 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 not a fair comparison, but like thinking about The Simpsons doing The Shining, where in like eleven minutes they were able to do so many jokes and parody, and they were all parodies. Uh, and like this is I, I, what I could count is one joke really that's a parody with just so many references mm-hmm. uh, that don't really aren't part of any joke really uh they're just it's just kind of just them putting it down and being like here it is and i i guess i guess i'm getting like pretty worn out from that because i think this show does that a little too often and it's getting a little like I, i'm not seeing the joke and just referencing things as opposed to you know doing a parody uh like, I guess what I'm saying is this show still hasn't won me over. I've only watched three episodes, mind you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I like what they're doing in these. Uh, I, I, it mostly, I just, I want more. I want actual, you know, I want actual parody. If they're going to do this many references, they should do actual parodies. Sure. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Yeah. Cause yeah, I couldn't help thinking about like fucking the 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 opening of the simpsons joke where they're doing the tuesday caption or whatever the friday caption yeah and they keep going back to it like that's such a beautiful parody uh of just being like did you lock the front door don't did you lock the back door and then oh no we left grandpa back at the gas station what about grandpa and like oh the gas station like not even that far yeah ah that's so good Mm -hmm. or the feeling fine on the fucking uh, yeah, on the it's typewriter. interesting that they didn't do the typewriter. They didn't like again. It felt very like you love when we do this, so we're just gonna do it. Uh, and it didn't really feel like they committed to anything. Because again, I think the strongest, the two strongest things in The Shining that come out from The Shining is the the camera work and the sets. Like when people are parroting or doing homages, that's really the two things that you do, right? Like, I was surprised that rug pattern didn't show up. Yeah, that's true. Um, it, felt like, it felt like they could have, like, it was weird that you could, they couldn't do some of the more simple things, uh, like a typewriter or like the, um, like the rug pattern. And, like, I get the, the sword joke, but it just, like, it kept diluting it more and more. So it felt like it was, it felt like they were, like, scared of getting sued. You know what I mean? Like when, like obviously you can't use the same music. I mean, they do. The shining, do they? The shining theme plays when Lassiter bursts into the laundry room and is attacking Gus. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. No, I don't think they were worried about being sued. I don't think that's the issue here. No, no, no. I'm not saying they were. I'm saying, you know, when you ever, you see something mm-hmm. that's clearly worried about being sued. So if everything's off. Yeah. It felt like that. It felt like they weren't really like, you know, the woman in the shower. The thing, the iconic thing about that isn't that it's a woman in a shower. It's a woman in a bathtub, first of all. uh, And it's a woman in that bathtub. You know what I mean? Like that green hue, that shot. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows the shot, the woman like looking over and they don't do that. They just, oh, it's a woman in the shower. See, that's like the shining. And it's like, kind (laughs) of. Yeah. Like, oh, see, it's blood in a light bulb. And it's like, that's like The Shining. It's like, kind of. I, I, a little bit, I guess. Yeah, a little bit. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like related. It seems like it would have been, it's less iconic of a film in terms of like visuals that are easy to, to parody or to homage or to reference, but it feels like it might have been better to, to stick with Rosemary's Baby because that's specifically about living in an apartment. In a and, busy being city. and being gaslit uh, in an apartment. Yeah, yeah. I, it's really weird they didn't do that. Because, yeah, from the very start, it's about moving into an apartment mm-hmm. and like that and like going crazy in the apartment room. But this is the other thing is The Shining at its core is about isolation or not at its core, but like that's the starting point. Yeah. And that's so like you'd think they'd go it'd be like, oh, we're going to a hotel to to investigate something but yeah. it doesn't even start there. it feels that's okay that's that's what it feels like it feels like there was t- it feels like too much compromise had to be made that's what yeah that, that's what it feels like um because so, yeah like, man this is a weird setting to try and do a shining parody in no yeah it's it's not at all yeah it, it felt like pick pick something you want to do you want to do Rosemary's Baby? Then you're in the right setting. Don't do The Shining. You want to do The Shining? Start in the hotel because a lot of horror movies, it's kind of like the setting is one of the biggest like factors. Yeah. Look at their Friday the Thirteenth parody. They wouldn't have done that in an apartment building. No. You know? No. You do that at a summer camp. That's the setting. That's the core of the thing you're spoofing. So it right away it's like you you kind of fucked up. You need you need to. Well, it's it just feels weird after watching like the last episode we did was Dual Spires, the Twin Peaks, and that is so yeah. spot on. Yeah, and they seem to have enough budget mm-hmm. to to recreate a lot of the visuals and the uh, and the music needed. and the opening credits yeah. and like a, a, just a lot of the weird shots and stuff. It, yeah, it definitely the other two felt more 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 realized definitely for sure yeah this feels like they didn't know what they wanted to do and they it it almost feels like they wrote the episode and then someone was like can you make it a shining parody and they were like not really but i guess like yeah because yeah i I, yeah i i i get a the similar feeling that they wrote the episode but then were asked to like can you shoot it for half that money right yeah something like that yeah because, yeah, it, compromise, it stinks of compromise. Yeah, not the good kind like, of compromise. Yeah, and when you hit a certain point, I think the decision should be, let's not do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And they shouldn't have done it. Uh, I don't think, I think this is, it was a mistake, or they should have rewrote it to be Rosemary's Baby, because, again, this is this would have perfectly been Rosemary's Baby. I mean, even though the 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 apartment building doesn't really look like rosemary's baby that's at least uh yeah you you, you can you can get it you'd be like yeah Rosemary's baby again yeah rosemary's baby doesn't have the same iconic visuals so i think you could there's more room for you to get away with it in that situation for sure yeah like everybody knows the shining blood coming out of the elevator and jack nicholson in the hedge maze so when you do it where it's like blood coming out of a light fixture and a guy yeah, in a storming through a basement it's like oh okay <laughs> right and like yeah they 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 ape the cinematography in those parts mm-hmm. but not really any they it's they they did this for the twin peaks one and i get what they're going for but this one, it felt like it was only like maybe 10 minutes where they actually did the cinematography. Um, most of the rest of it, which is, I don't think, I don't think it quite works. Like when they're the hallway, when they're um, 
doing like like the beginning credits and they're showing the kid on the tricycle i was like how hard is it to get the camera a little lower and a little farther behind the kid like you're you're not quite doing the shot or like the the two well, the twins in the hallway I, um i think they're disguising the fact that they don't have long luxurious halls a, to film down <laughs> yeah they might not have a steady cam either mm, well i mean i hope they do yeah a it TV can't be show. that hard i'm just <laughs> yeah get it but again, if it was budget, because those come with their own operators, yeah, that's uh, true. they're a real pain in the ass. To do it in The Shining, that that was, I think, the second movie to use the Steadicam, maybe the third. So, like, that blew people's minds. Yeah, man. It was like Rocky. I know Rocky. It was to the point, it was so early that the inventor of the Steadicam was the camera operator. Like, they hadn't, they didn't have anybody else who yeah. could do it. Uh, great film. Great film. People should check out The Shining if they haven't. <laughs> I like that Lasseter's wearing the same <laughs> like goofy-ass pullover sweater cardigan that uh, Jack Nicholson's wearing. Oh, yeah. I appreciated yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, he's, gonna, he's doing a good job. Yeah. That uh, sweater, man. <laughs> Anybody who's a fan of The Shining knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's something... Such a, such a, such a 1970s dad sweater. Yeah, there's something about getting murdered by a dude in a sweater. Yeah, it just doesn't sit well. You you turn into a ghost and you haunt the shit out of that hotel for the next 80 years. That's what yeah, happens. You better. Yeah. You better. If you know what's good for you, that's why you put that sweater on. He's like, if I put on this sweater, there's no way they can't haunt it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, we didn't do the name thing at the beginning of this episode. We Tom. sure didn't, Dave. <laughs> it was your turn. I know. Well, you know. No, we're both we're both to blame. Yeah, uh, I'm just saying it was your turn. That doesn't mean you, it's your responsibility to remember. Um, but uh, you know, sorry everyone, sorry about that. What was his name in this one? Fellatio something. <laughs> Fellatio del Toro. That Fellatio was a good one. del Toro. Well, there you go. That's the only one I've actually heard. I think I don't think the others he does it that I watched. I'm not sure actually. No, he did. Um, oh, what was it in the last one? Oh man, it was a good one in the Twin Peaks one too. When you when you accidentally sell a Thundercat toy to a child, just say that wasn't for sale. Oh yeah. And take it back. Yeah, there's a whole beat where this this shitty kid buys his snarf from him and he's hidden an engagement ring in the snarf and he's like, Give me that snarf back and he's like, No, I just bought it. You you have to buy it from me. Yeah. Yeah. I just, would blacken uh, that just, kid's eye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just say, just say no, that wasn't for sale. That was an accident. Here's your money back. Yeah, you try to. That's it. You, 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 yeah, you try to fleece me. You're gonna get your seven dollars back and a fist in the eye. Yeah, exactly. Or like, you know, we'll get the authorities involved. I don't know. Sure. This is this is it's just this is just how society works. I'm not gonna give you fifty dollars for it. You stupid kid. You stupid shitty kid. Um. Yeah, I guess I should talk about my overall thoughts on this show so far because first of all a lot of people i know and love and respect like this show um it's just not working on me yeah um, no. and i've heard i've heard comments of people being like these are the wrong episodes you should watch one of the regular episodes and maybe i will down the line but so far it's it's not that i don't like the show it's just that i haven't laughed like i just haven't it it's hasn't a said a, a-, a joke that's made me laugh all right, I came, um, I came up with a name for you. I can't. Should should we 
Should we, yeah, should we do it now or should we go back and add it to the beginning? Let's just do it now. Oh, man. Sh- <laughs> do you want me to, do you want to run the, the We Just Watch sounds over this? If I remember to do that? Should I, <laughs> should I make the sounds? Uh, yeah, do it. With, with my mouth? <laughs> what are the sounds? The sounds are like, it's click, like a tape. Like, yeah. Okay, Tom, go. All right. Uh, my name is Tom Ryman, and this is my associate, Lando Goobersmooch. <laughs> I like that one. Goobersmooch. Yep. Lando. Lando Goobersmooch. That's solid. That's real solid. Damn, I, I had other alternatives for you and I didn't write them down. I guess I'll be doing You'll get the final one more, one. man. Yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna you're gonna have to let me have it with both barrels on that last one. Yeah. How do you construct a funny name? I asked this question not knowing if I could answer it myself. I like, think well it, you... there's a there's a couple of different uh, there's a couple of different ways to go about it. It seems like you know, it's the rule of comedy, right? Like one normal thing, one silly thing. Right. There's or that like one way. kind of normal thing and one completely absurd thing. Yeah. I always think in terms of syllables, um, if you've ever watched, and we're going to get way off here, but there's a uh, an amazing daily show, old daily sh- show with John Oliver, where he's listing off the, the, the joke is that British people have funny names. That's the setup joke. And John Oliver comes on to, to uh, defend that idea because they show a real interview with a British general named Jock Strop. Uh, and so John Oliver just goes off on a memorial for fallen British soldiers. And as you can imagine, it's just a very long list of like Monty Python caliber <laughs> yeah. Yeah. funny names. Uh, and of course, John Stewart doesn't know the names beforehand, so it's all falling apart. And I always remember there's, the, you know, you have all the the silly one, silly one, silly one, and then he comes out with Remington Snatch, <laughs> and that's the one that killed me, because what it is is it's it's like a flowery bow, and then a plunk. It's like have some f- syllables at the beginning, and then just boom. Sure. For the last name. It's a it's a it's a viable strategy. There's many strategies. Yeah, I just, that's my favorite. That's the inspiration for my video game, The Sex Ventures of Thaddeus Shit. Uh, because it's just, yeah, shit. It's so inelegant at the end. You do, you, you set them all up and then you sort of kick them in the back of the knees for the last, last word. Yeah. No, you're, you're like, you're, you're, I could have. Lure them in. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then you just, yeah, no shit. It's just the word shit. Fuck you. You know, it's like I didn't even bother. I didn't bother with this last with this last syllable. I've always been a fan of of stuff that's just like it's like a word but not a name. Like Dalton Thermos. Or oh, something like that. That's, like, oh, yeah. that's a great one. Yeah. That's, that's so it's, it's kind of what I did here, but Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a solid. Yeah. Anything that's like an appliance, yeah. an object, where you don't go like, you don't go dirty with it, you don't go blue, you just do something that's like weird. Yeah. It's a weird one. Um, So I guess, <laughs> going back to psych, like, I guess what it is is, like, you've you've pointed this out about, like, um, uh, Juno, and a, a, a comedy I liked, but I understood, where it's that, like, when it's just shotgun blast of references, um, and it, it, like, 
Diablo Cody's writing is often that, right? And I wouldn't put this on that level. Like, I wouldn't, this is not on the Powerpuff Girls script level. But you know what I mean? Where it feels like they have a reference per page. Yeah. Like, thing where they're like, yeah, you have to have at least five pop culture references. And so it starts kind of, um, you start drowning in it. Yeah. And none of them land because it's just like reference, reference, reference. Family Guy often has that problem too. And like South Park had the stupid, the manatee ball thing kind of calling them out where it just feels like you're referencing for the sake of referencing. Uh, and that's, that really stuck out for me because this was so not like, because it was so far from parody and it was so, it was an homage, but it was so loosely done as opposed to the, the previous ones. Cause the previous ones just felt so much more on point yeah. that I could appreciate them. And uh, yeah. And, um, and, and intentional behind there, yeah. there's, it's purposeful rather than intentional. It's, it's the, what I yeah. was looking for. So for whatever reason, were, were it budgetary or, you know, there it's like we said, there's clearly this episode feels like a great big compromise. Uh, so it's just a lot of the references just ultimately don't really amount to anything. Right. It's just kind of like, the- here's that thing. It's like, all right. I mean, it's it's I don't know. It's fine. Even the the mystery <laughs> felt really half-assed because all yes, he does is yes. read someone's mail. That's it. There's no and, like yeah, it I felt, detected, and I I wonder if that's a product of this being one of the homage episodes because yeah, like yeah, I I definitely noticed that that it felt like we were less involved with the mystery of this one. Like yeah, one, one of the clues we see Sean spot was in a scene that we didn't even get to see. Right. Uh, it's like them in the kitchen looking at the guy's snacks when they're when they first learned about the amyl nitrate and then Sean's like, "Well, that doesn't make sense because this guy was a big health nut." Um and it it flashes back to a scene that we didn't weren't actually present for. We heard them in the other room, but we didn't actually see what was happening. Which, you know, nor it does that a, a lot uh because it's a Sherlock Holmes type story. Well, we'll see Sean flag something, but we won't really understand why he's doing it until later when yeah. like it does the detective reveals his plan, and that's fine. But they didn't really do that in this episode. Um, no, he. Yeah. They find out who it is because they read her mail and find that she isn't a nurse, like she said, but a patient, and that's it. That's all they do. That's the only yeah thing that really like goes like, oh yeah, it's her. And like, I don't know. I I feel like maybe the regular episodes are more on point with this, but like, They're I don't more think any of these the so ones far. I've seen, yeah, yeah, none of these so far that I've watched have really done a mystery. Um, there's been a couple scenes where he'll like see something and get like that video game vision where it like flashes highlights. And then in the end, he's like, yeah, I connected these three dots and it's like, oh, okay. I mean, like, yeah, that's, it's not particularly clever. It's just, they, they, it's just like, yeah, I saw this and this and this. And in this case, it's like, it's almost like you would see it as a joke in something else where it's like, yeah, I read your mail. Like that's it. I re- I read your mail and I saw that you weren't who you say you were. Yeah, it's it it felt like more of an afterthought in this episode, which I you know, as somebody who's seen more of the normal uh, run than you have, I think it's more to do with that this and the previous that we've watched are are primarily kind of homage, uh, sort of like fun one off episodes, mm-hmm. um, where they're paying way less attention to actually having a mystery for Sean to solve. And it's more about just goofy hijinks, which is, you know, 
It's fine. Yeah. But so far, this is why I suspect maybe what's not working with me is maybe if you're a fan of the show, right? And the show has harnessed goodwill through their regular episodes. Yeah. When they turn around and do a parody episode or an homage episode, you're enjoying it because you're watching characters you like do a movie you like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Whereas if you're just, but like the episodes themselves, they have to sort of put everything aside to do that thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so all I'm watching is characters I don't know uh, do this parody. Uh, and like, it's just, there's, yeah, there's less delight in seeing these specific people doing it. Uh, and I'm not like, I don't feel in on the joke necessarily for some of it or the dynamics between the characters. Um, that's my guess. I'm sort of, I'm sort of speculating on why a lot of people I know really like this show and it's just not working on me. And I'm wondering if it's the context of how I'm watching it. I'm sure Um, that's, I'm sure that's part of it. Yeah. Or it's just not working on me. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it seems like it's it's maybe a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Yeah, a little bit. You're you're it's not working on you and you're not really watching it. We're 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 watching all the one off episodes that are weird and right. break format. Yeah, exactly. I'm not I, I, I feel like I haven't actually seen an episode of the show yet. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, whatevs, dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> Um, just be, you know, just put, just be cool, man. <laughs> um, I did like him checking out the dead guy's shoes in the apartment. Oh yeah, yeah, that was she, cute. That she, beginning when he's when like going around the apartment, over to the body. She's like, "But what about him?" And she looks over he's, and it's like, "Their I shoes will just fit. by glancing, yeah, yeah. You know, my size." Yeah, because he's he's sizing up the apartment to yeah. um, yeah. Uh, that was solid. I also liked, and this was very little, but this I thought was a great joke, is the neighbor asking him if he's a cop, and he whips out his gun pr- just for a second to confirm that he's a cop. Yep. He just goes like, yeah, I'm a detective. He like, takes out his gun and puts it back in. I thought that just, just was a great character detail. Yeah. Um, a lot he, of great he, performances. He puts it in, in his this. little bathrobe breast pocket. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I liked the Ghostbusters reference, him going in the costume. I think I would have liked more of like a ghost hunting episode. Yeah. Where like one of them is really hoping to find a ghost and the other one is like, no, there's no ghost. And as you pointed out, it's not a supernatural show. So, you know, naturally it wouldn't be a ghost. As far as I know, I've, yeah. I've only seen maybe a dozen episodes. Right. Do they ever do? I assume they never did an X-Files parody, which is I don't know. surprising. Yeah, you'd think um, maybe they did. Who knows? Yeah. And I do think it's a real shame for them to not really do parodies. Because I think parody is more valuable than homages with stuff like this. Well, I I mean, I I, I I guess I just didn't feel it as much in this episode. I thought the Twin Peaks one was pretty great. Oh, it's great. But even that one's still not like a full-on parody. Not a full-on parody, no. Because it still has to fit within the narrative canon of the show so it, right. can't, it can't be too buck wild but it is still going to be a little wacky because it's a wacky universe yeah i guess i just mean that the idea of parodying other tv shows by putting your characters in it and having them point out how fucked up or how dumb how or weird, how weird it yeah, is how dumb and yeah, weird it is, is, yeah there's a lot of value to that uh that i wish they did more of um and all of them i've seen so far because they don't really like the what the way they solve the mystery doesn't really have much to do with like the parody or the thing they're 
doing an homage for does that make sense i think the first one was the most connected where it's like oh it's not a killer you doing a killer themed camp um and then it's oh but it really is a vengeful mm-hmm. it's a it's a reverse jason yeah like that that was thought out i thought yeah um the twin peaks one it didn't feel as much thought out in that sense in that the, what the mystery was reflected the thing they were parodying and in this one it doesn't at all uh so i feel like there's kind of a missed opportunity there I just think there's more. I think they they could have tightened up a lot of what they're doing. That wasn't just here are things from the thing we're doing mm-hmm. the homage to, and more like we'll weave it into the plot and say something about the thing you're homaging, uh, using your characters. I think is just more fun. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, man. Who can say? Who can say? Um. Yeah. He doesn't even have any psychic visions in this one. <laughs> so. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Yeah, this is a real this is a real one off. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it really is. I don't know, maybe this is late season problems too. Maybe this is, you know, we're covering the X-Files right now in late season and Whew. it's like Yeah, season 6 yeah, of the exactly. X- Season 6 of the X-Files is a real huh. minefield. How many more how many more seasons were there for Psych at this point? I don't know. I don't think too many more. Psych. Here's Lassie. Uh, see, that's season six. Everybody's going to just hear me figure this out. Yeah, I feel like it shouldn't take you this long. Clicking on the wrong thing. Clicking on the wrong thing. Okay, I'm just going to Google how many seasons of sight. Eight. Oh, okay. So this, yeah, that's about, that's about where things start shaking, like, you know, falling apart, getting shaky, uh, you know. I don't know. Is this is this show even still going? I don't think so. They're making movies on Peacock. Oh, okay. They did a movie oh, in yeah, 2017, in and then they did another movie last year, and they're working on a third movie. Oh, okay. But yeah, like two seasons before, they're like, oh, okay. Because I feel like there's a level of denial before a series starts falling apart. Mm-hmm. Unless it's uh, Star Trek TNG. Like, Star Trek TNG, there's still solid episodes in the last season but there's definitely episodes where you're like ooh, <laughs> yikes you know, like there's still like the ones where you're like yeah this is definitely the, the, the last iphone season. game takes over the enterprise oh that's not last season. i know it's not last season that's <laughs> <laughs> that's a great one where it makes them orgasm yeah it does it's got yeah. it's got yeah, ashley yeah, yeah, judd yeah. in it <laughs> yeah it sure does. Wesley saves them all. That's how fucked they are in that episode. Ew. When Wesley's stepping in to be like, hey, I Ew. need to get involved. Yeah, not good. Yeah, that was season five, episode six, the game. It's, uh, speak- you know whose fault it is, too? It's Riker's fault because he's fucking around on Ryza. And then that chick gives him that catfishing game. <laughs> and, then, and then he's, and then he brings it aboard the Enterprise and fucking pod peoples everybody like an asshole fucking Riker. Yeah, that son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else? Uh, no. Any other thoughts on this? No, I think that covers all the thoughts that I had. Yeah, it it mm. it, it, it I st- I still enjoyed this episode. I in, enjoy the series, but I agree that this of the th- of the three that we've watched so far, of the three like one-off homage episodes, this is the weakest, I agree. This this felt yeah. the most muddled. The uh, and it's especially coming off 
um how spot on the twin peaks one was like it, it that one was so dense with twin peaks yeah. references and that i had to of... stop taking notes after like the second scene all right it was full of cast members and like yeah obviously they can't do that with this but like it was just such a strong homage yeah, and like a the strong op- tribute and the opening theme sounded like the theme to twin peaks and yeah the, yeah it just it was more more focused yeah, and I guess we're going to find out if our theory on late season stuff is correct, because we've been going in order of seasons. Yes. So without saying what the final episode is, it comes after this. Uh, people can probably figure it out if they're into psych. So I guess we'll find out from that, because that's another one where it's like there is some visuals to that that's important. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Yeah. 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 Uh, as of right now, I think I think we're all set here. So I just want to thank Noah again. Yeah, thank you, Noah. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. We 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 love you. We care for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're doing great. You're all doing great. You know. Yeah, you're all you're all just just killing it. Yeah, look at look at yourself out there you're doing living, great. living your best lives. Hmm. Yeah. Stay stay cool. Like like um like like, like cool like hip. But also, yeah, also physically also, stay like, cool. Also, like, physically cool. Yeah, eat chunks of ice, you know? Just shove those ice, shove them in you, in any hole, really. Is this good advice? I think so. All right. Well, you know, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. If you go on there, you can find exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch ba- Batman and Fox Mulder is a Maniac. Uh, also, Star Trek, The Next Futurama. These are all things. We watch movies with our patrons every Friday night, uh, and so on and so forth. It's great. We're, we're all doing great. Check it out. We also have a store, tpublic.com slash store slash Gameplay Unemployed. You can get t-shirts, masks, mugs, stickers, posters, all kinds of things, so check that out. Yeah, You big please. goofs. You big goofs. You gigantic goofs. Mm-hmm. You fucking goofs. You massive, unwieldy <laughs> goofs. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Why are you so bulbous with your goof? <laughs> Can't even fit through the door. You're so such a big goof. 